Welcome to 51 First Dates. I'm Liza. And I'm Kimmy. And we are doing an experiment. And talking about dating. And love. Maybe. Yeah, maybe. Maybe. Cheers! Cheers! Yay! I still haven't figured it out. Um, Hi, everybody. Welcome to 51 First Dates. I'm Kimmy. And I'm Liza. I'm Kenny, and we're drinking red yeah. wine. <laughs> yeah. Classy, classy it's humans. Classy the fine classy, because mine was just the leftover bottle that's been sitting on my counter for three days, and I think if it sits anymore, it's going to go bad. Yeah. I mean, same. Mine's like a bottle that I think I got like two months ago for $8, and it tastes like pure <laughs> grape juice. It's disgusting. Like, it's not good at all. I don't know anything about wine, but I know this is like really bad. But like I kind of sometimes just love a like shit red wine. I feel like every like networking event here where there's free drinking, it's always a shitty red wine, but you want it so badly. For sure. Because it just like alleviates that stress. Totally. Or like Ooh. any – the shittiest red wine – with the shittiest piece of cheese is still better than like 90% of all other food. Like if you put any shitty wine, any shitty cheese together, like that's fucking perfection in heaven. Gas station, red wine, and American craft singles. Like coming to live. Fucking <laughs> Liza's fridge. That sounds I like mean, a dank night. Because having American craft singles is better than having no cheese at all. I For mean, sure. let's just be real. Like, I wish I could like pause this recording and go. I have a hunk of cheese in my in my kitchen i mean i i want you to stay um satiated if you want to go do that no i mean just cooking pork or something i don't know i was cooking something that i'm gonna eat doesn't sound like cheese it's not cheese but i might just take a craft single and melt it over the food that he's cooking nicely for me i mean it it melts the the best i'm not saying that i'm a huge proponent i just am a proponent of some cheese rather than no cheese um, and speaking of cheese, dating. <laughs> this is not a cheese so, podcast. Although, honestly, like, should we start a cheese podcast? I would love. I mean, that was a cheesy transition. Oh, shit, Kenny. <laughs> that's a cheesy, Kenny. bad joke. So Wait, like, continue. we could discuss a new type of cheese every episode. I, like, kind of would listen to that podcast because I'd want to learn about all the different varietals, which I feel like I don't always know. So honestly, like, at us, listeners, would you listen to our cheese podcast? It could be like 20 minute episodes once weekly. It could be the Yeah. Well, we could do like I think for the for the benefit of the plot uh, for the po- benefit of the pod, please say no. <laughs> Kenny doesn't have any interest in being He's already been roped into one podcast. He does not want to get roped into a second no. podcast. We'll put him on well, the cheese. We're podcast. talking about gas station red wine and the craft singles. First of all, I know nothing about red wine, so like drinking shitty red wine usually fine with me because the difference is negligible on my palate which is kind of embarrassing but who has time to get into wine yeah cheese the same way i don't need the fanciest of cheeses kind of into the simple things i have no idea though oh sorry go ahead (laughs) i always have ideas well i feel like wine though being good at wine is more important to dating than being good at cheese so we could do a short 10 minute spin-off podcast that comes out on thursdays (laughs) where we talk about a new not expensive but like good wine for you to order on your dates no that's nope. they hard pass <laughs> you know what? here's my thing i'm with kenny is that i don't want to know about wine because as soon as i know about it i'm gonna start getting like 
annoying about like i'm gonna i'm gonna not be able to enjoy this shitty shitty bottle of red wine that i'm enjoying now so ignorance is bliss we'll just do our cheese podcast instead cheese yeah i mean both both of those parts of the menu intimidate me honestly if i don't recognize the cheese names or the wine names well enough i'm like i don't know i don't care i feel like i'm five cool great great yeah i yeah i don't need to know the necessarily the region like specifically for the wine I'm drinking. But I think if you can like name the type of red wine that you like or the type of white wine, like and just like hold your own enough to like maybe pick a country. Yeah. That's good. <laughs> <laughs> like I don't need to know much more than that. Like I'll hold my own in that capacity. I always say a Nebbiolo if it's on the menu because it sounds sophisticated, but I know that I like them. No, like really. I'm like, I've never oh, even I like heard Nebbiolo. that word. Yeah. Itsy, I, I learned it once. I knew I liked it, so I remembered it. And now if I see it on a menu, I can't tell you much more about it, but I know that it's good to order. There you go. Well, it's guys, a little, I, I think I think we can wrap this up. I feel like we – I think so. <laughs> Merry Christmas. <laughs> Happy holidays. Um, so welcome back to the pod. If you're joining us again, we really appreciate you. Love you. Thank you for rate, subscribe, reviewing. Thank you for telling your friends, writing in. Keep writing in. Write in your worst first dates. Send in your taxi cab confessions. So send in your like iPhone recording of how your date went that you were just on and like we can keep it anonymous. It'll be so fun. We thought, you know, Kenny thought that would be a fun way to spice up the pod and I have to agree. Um, We've done that a little bit before, but I want to do more of it. And if you're just joining us, this is a dating podcast, we promise. I, Kimmy, went on 32 of 51 dates, met my boyfriend somewhere in there. Won't spoil which date it is for you, but you can go back and listen to the journey. (laughs) And Liza and I recruited Kenny, my brother, to start the dating. So this is date number four, right, Kenny? That's a good question because I don't recall, but I think so. I think so too. <laughs> We're gonna call it's it definitely date not four. Two. We'll call it date four for sure. Yeah. And like on the theme of like submitting your dates, I hate that. <laughs> this is kind of a tangent. I hate that I like this, but have you seen the new Apple commercial for like with Billie Eilish in the background about like being more sh- like open with your creativity? No, tell it's like tell me. Weird, it's like weirdly moving and it's for the holidays, but it like essentially like the wind starts blowing and the dog <laughs> opens up the window and all of these girls like pictures fly out and like people catch them and love them. Oh. And like I like weirdly moved and I was like, fuck you, Apple, for doing something good. You're the devil. You're like you're the demon company in this world. <laughs> and like, I don't know. Don't be afraid to like throw in your dates in the mix. Like I hate recording myself after my dates, so I usually do it. 30 minutes before this podcast, but like I say, just go for it. It's, yeah. It's like a really interesting to- way to force yourself to reflect on it. Not that you have to like reflect on every date because let's be real. He <laughs> don't. But yeah, yeah. Send them in. Also, Apple commercials are like continue to make me cry all the time. And I also <laughs> am like, meh, fuck Apple, even though I'm literally holding my new iPhone because I can't put it down. Like I can't let it out of my hand. It's very hypocritical. But yeah, Apple advertising com- department really. It's very impressive. Kills the game. I was I was watching the end of Killing Eve cuz I was just like didn't ever finish the season and they played it probably 15 times and that's way too many times to see the same commercial and I think I enjoyed it 85% of the times mm. when I was paying attention. Impressive. So, they targeted you right with all that data. Reviews. We watched Do you guys remember the Google Dear Sophie commercial? <laughs> it's like a you just see a dad like starting to email pictures to this email account of this little girl growing up yeah yeah yeah. bald every time they played that in my marketing class i bald in class i was like oh my god no it's It's insane like it's 
so sweet. I'm a big, big, uh, like, commercial crier. Like, I cry at commercials a lot, and I really tend to be kind of like a fucking negative Nancy about, like, the world and advertising and, like, capitalism and whatever. <laughs> so it really is quite <laughs> fucked up that they get me so hard. They get you. Anyway. Anyway. Um, Apple, I would still I work for you just, just putting that out there. <laughs> no. Dude, it's a real thing. Um, and now the holiday commercials are starting. It's so many feelings. Okay, so every we're episode really crushing that we don't have the transitions today. We are. I, thanks, <laughs> thanks to Apple for sponsoring this episode of the oh, podcast. Yeah. We really hey guys, we want to tell you a little bit about Apple. No, I'm just kidding. They're not sponsors. Apple's a company <laughs> that owns your face and what it looks like. Exactly. They know everything um, about you. Um. Anyway, I anyway. heard a rumor that Kenny Foskett went on a fourth date. I that is true. I actually made up for my mal doing last time of not making it on a date and finally got someone to go out with me. So, yeah. <laughs> All right. Tell us everything. Do you want us to play uh, the taxi cab confession Oh, my first? God. Yeah, that makes so much sense. What is up, listeners of the podcast? It is Kenny reporting in live from one of my dates. I completely forget what number this is. Um, yeah. So did something new. Totally went out of the way to do something different, spent the majority of the time not sitting on my butt and not drinking alcohol. So definitely a change of pace. And we can talk about it more on the pod. See ya. I got very excited and nervous for you as soon as I heard the part with not on your butt and without alcohol, which is ridiculous because we always say that's the best kind of date to do. Well, we can also... Just expand on that by, I don't know, you're going up to meet somebody for the first time on a first date. What are you going to do? Are you going to hug? Or are you going to say what's up? Are you just going to? Oh, yeah. Yeah. I got a handshake. A handshake? You started your date with <laughs> a handshake? <laughs> yes. Can... I'm not making this up. I got a handshake. It's like, hi, my name is, insert name here. I was like, I'm <laughs> and. <laughs> Your hand. Wow. Wait. Okay. All right. We got to set the scene here. Okay. Let's take it back. Wow. I think the theme of this episode is handshakes. Right. Or greetings. Um, <laughs> no shade. No shade. But like, no whoa. No shade. That's, that's insane. <laughs> that's the craziest thing I've ever heard. But well, what if what if Kenny ends up with her and then like this gets listened to? Then I'll meet her and be like, What's That's wrong insane. with you? This is okay. Oh, here's no. the good thing: is that if this is like your future wife, like we already know her serial killer thing. You know how everyone has yeah. a serial killer thing. Like we know hers. Like she shakes hands on date on first dates. I mean, I guess it's. Should All we right. expand on the serial killer thing? I don't know if we have. If oh, we yeah. haven't, it's just like the thing. Like if you were found guilty of being a serial killer, everyone would say about you, like, "Oh, I knew she was a serial killer. She never." Like, wash your hands after she went to the bathroom or something. Like, that's like, not really good. I met someone a couple weeks ago who doesn't like cheese, bringing it full circle. That's her yep. serial killer thing. Be like, I knew there was something wrong with her. She doesn't like cheese. Yeah. Is she lactose intolerant? Nope. Just doesn't okay, like it. Doesn't yeah. like Fair. it. Fair. Fucked up. But <laughs> fucked this is up also is right. But we're going to get emails about that. You know that. So if you don't like cheese or don't eat it, we understand it's bad for you, but we like it. Um. <laughs> Okay. So, Kenny, this is – okay, so how did you meet this girl? Tell, give us some background. 
Um, well, I think last time I was on this podcast, I was talking about how girls were not going out on dates with me and instead were just uh, not blowing me off, but had other things come up whereby we were no longer able to go out on a date. Uh, this is one of those people. So um, they both ended up following up with me like shortly after we recorded that podcast. So like good on them. One of them, this one ended up like transpiring. The other one just like the next weekend didn't work. And then next thing you know, I was like, this is, I just kind of like drifted away into the wind. I wasn't going to put any more effort into it. We tried, it just didn't turn into anything. So um, just a continuation of dialogue that ultimately was like, Hey, um, for the holidays, let's just do the thing we were planning to do anyway, which was, um, she's up in the Upper West Side. I'm down in East Village. So I went up, met her at the Central Park Reservoir, and then we just like walked around for a little bit, <clears throat> which was fun. It was just a different change of pace. So it was uh, a little bit weird to not only walk in sober, but also to walk into a handshake and then to have to walk around in a circle a couple of times. And some, all of these things combined <laughs> like, should have been like this horrible experience, but it was, it was just good to do something different. It was like the one nice day where it wasn't like it had just snowed the day before like two days before so it was like randomly warm out so it ended up being cool nice um i thought you said grand central earlier maybe before we were recording so i was like very confused (laughs) very much could have said that i think i've said grand central park before in my my life no you did say grand central earlier because i was like Huh, so you guys just walked around, like, the main room, the oyster <laughs> bar, like, did you hit up that new grumpy? I mean, that, sounds, that sounds novel. Yeah. I, yeah. I, somebody's done I think they have a Christmas market there, too, sometimes in the Christmas. They do. In the Christmas. Yeah, in the Christmas mm-hmm. time, yeah. <laughs> um. Okay, cool. So, so I can – okay, I can understand – now that you're, like, setting the scene and you're laying it out – I can understand that, like, when you're used to walking up to someone at a bar, being like, oh, hi, I'm Kenny, and then they're like, hey, I'm so-and-so, like, that's not, I mean, when you, okay, when you approach someone at a bar, do you give them, like, a side hug? Do you just say hi? Is there, like, any kind of physical contact? Side hug at minimum. Okay. I just, like, don't think it's, like, socially weird. Yeah, not I hug. I hugged all the time on dates. Yeah. Hot. So you guys walk, approach each other in Central Park. (laughs) Get the handshake. I'm, like, taken aback. This handshake, like, fucks me up. Because <laughs> I'm just like, what is happening? This is not what I was expecting. This is going to set the tone for the rest of the time. Spent yeah. Together, right? Like, I'm like, this is going to be, like, weirdly uncomfortable or weirdly awkward. Or, like, maybe she's just super serious. I don't really understand. Yeah. Um, I mean, that wasn't really the case. It was kind of just like an anomaly. I wonder if it was a thing. I mean, I do this all the time where, like, you say something or you do something, and then as soon as you say or do it, you're like, why the fuck did I say or do that? You know what I mean? Yep. Like, like yeah, I've done that before with, like, you know, in, in especially for me in, like, office environments, I'll, like, make a joke. Never anything, like, inappropriate or, like, not good, but I'll just say something where I'm like, well, that was such a fucking stupid thing to say. <laughs> yep. Like, why didn't I just shut my goddamn mouth, you know? Yeah, especially when you're uncomfortable or nervous. I just turn into, like, a, a non-human. I say half sentences. I kind of, like, make noises. Yeah. I could stick my hand out by accident. For oh, sure. for sure. And I've probably done this where I've hugged someone when it was more appropriate to shake their hand or I've shook someone's hand where they're more when it was more appropriate to hug. So. 
Well, can we talk about what the ideal greeting for a date is before we jump into the rest of the date? Like, I think it's the half hug sort of hug just because you like went back and forth on the apps. But I also understand that some people might feel like that's too close to be with a stranger. I think that's totally fair. Like to feel like it's too close. I mean, people have their own social norms and like their own personal opinions. So like for me to assume that uh, that's just like my standard practice. Like it's not fair for me to assume that that's what other people want as well. So like I was just, it was a first time first see experience for me. And so I was just like taken aback, but like all things considered, not a big deal from my perspective. Yeah. Like it's kind of <laughs> funny. <laughs> I'm thinking back to like, yeah, did I like get up? If I was sitting there first and a guy showed up, did I always get up? I think I always tried to stand up and then it was like, would be really weird to have a handshake. Like if it was at a bar, like I would just give a half hug. Yeah. Because I always feel like I had to stand. Otherwise, just sitting there it felt weird as yeah. they sat down. But I guess I did that a few times too. Well, it's weird. I mean, also like a lot of people don't like to be physically touched. Like that's yeah. something that like – like, my sister, for example, like, she's just not a big hugger. Like, she doesn't – she's just, like, I feel uncomfortable, like, touching people, which is, like, completely fine. You know, like, I get it. Like, it's very weird that we touch strangers when you think about <laughs> it. Like, like, I don't want like, hands to press like my worst, body cause... on your body because it's a social norm. I just do because, like, I don't have any sense of, like, space or, like, <laughs> private anything. But, you know – I get, yeah. I get that. I don't want to be like insensitive to the fact that some people are just not are not huggers. That's true. That's true. I'm not like I don't want a deep hug. Like, is that a deal breaker if someone gave you like a real deep hug? Like at first, yes. I don't even like when like my parents deep hug me. I don't like getting deep hugged. I'm like, don't do. I don't know. Yeah. You know, my mom always said I like ballerina hugs. That's what I did. Like, <laughs> yeah, very dainty. Hug. Yeah, very this is dainty. where I'm jealous of like Europeans, where I feel like in a lot of countries it's just completely there was like one accepted ritual of like one kiss on the cheek or two kisses because that's like almost less weird to me. Of like I'm just gonna do like yeah. a like a little fake peck. Yeah, because it's like oh hello to everyone. Yeah, because the thing think about the end of the date too. Like a deep hug at the end of a date, no matter how good it would be, would be creepy. Someone like so mm. fucking that's like super intimate. You have to be like dating to have like hugs, <laughs> yeah. deep hugs. Have someone like fucking hug. hold you tenderly and press your body against their body. Ugh. Yeah. Like, Ooh. nah. Half hugs are cool. I'm cool with half hugs. Half hugs. Okay. Also, now I'm never giving a full hug ever again in my entire life. <laughs> no. <laughs> okay. I can't talk on no, full hugs. Also, I like no, them. deep hugs and full hugs are different. I mean, like, the, like... Well, yeah. I think also sometimes <laughs> for girls, something that, like is weird is like you don't want to press your boobs on someone you don't know like (laughs) you have to like shoulder hug so that you're not like pressing your boobs on a stranger because it's just like so uncomfortable like i feel that way all the time when i'm hugging people and like i have like kind of big boobs but like it's every time i'm hugging someone that is not you know like a core person in my life i'm like oh my god they're just like i'm just like pressing (laughs) my boobs on you um that's funny yeah i feel the same way yeah i feel icky thinking about it gross feeling i hate it anyway everything's weird touching is weird um and then sometimes people make out at the end of first dates so it's like it's real it's weird how the the touching lines yeah 
But also, I mean, I say all of this and then I'm like, I'll like sleep with someone. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, like, I don't know. It's all it's all nonsense, like in my own head. But listeners, I'm actually very curious, like what you guys do as a greeting on a first date. Will you email us or like hit us up and tell us? I want to hear some like also some juicy stories about how people like have that oh shit moment and throw a handshake and like how they react because yeah. like yeah I feel like there's so many more like this was like awkward for a millisecond I'm sure there's like so many times where people meet for the first time and it is just cringeworthy let's record this world star video posted on the internet everybody needs to see this and laugh at it moments and I think like people if you actually take a step a second to like just step back and look at it and like just laugh about it like none of it ends up mattering <laughs> none of it matters yeah, okay. <laughs> and also like it and usually we're all thinking about ourselves so much more than like mm-hmm. you know as anyone else like we're also so much more conscious of our own actions than of anyone else's actions that like those little things that we get hung up on other people like don't even notice even though i'm contradicting myself because we're literally talking about this girl's handshake <laughs> yeah that's true well that's yeah pretty- but not in like a, a, a such a serious way i don't know it's not like we're like i don't know at least i'm not i don't think i don't i just don't really think it's a big deal but i thought it was just funny in the moment because it was just like very unique situation that i hadn't been a part yeah. of yeah yeah wait and kenny so how did this date come about again doing something different was it mainly you wanting to do something different and did she think that was weird at all like did she think it was weird you didn't just want to go to a bar and that's why she threw her hand out or something no i actually played into her hand no pun intended she like lived up there and part of her profile that said said that she was like a regular at central park reservoir okay why don't we use this as an experience to do something that's a comfortable for her and that she's all about and then be new for me so yeah and kind of being a combination of both best, best both worlds it's mm. a good idea yeah it was fun it was uh it's just like we met up at 3 30 so it was like earlier in the day because mm-hmm. otherwise like walking around central park at night not really the ideal date <laughs> um but like walked around the reservoir a couple times chatted but that only like how many times you're gonna walk around the reservoir <laughs> Yeah. Um, so we ended up just like after that, just spinning it into like going to a bar, having one drink, and then she had to go to dinner with her friends. So it was like a combination date. But like the front front half was just like walking around in a circle and like having to chat, and it was just a different vibe. But it was was it stressful? I don't, know. I, haven't, like, I don't think so. I thought it was like totally normal. It was just like a little bit weird. Again, not sitting on my butt and not drinking a beer or like having a drink. It was just like it was just different. Yeah, that's so, um, out of the norm. Yeah, for sure. Did you like it? Like, I'm into like, the idea of doing different things. I, I don't know. I think I probably am. I'm. I think I probably mentioned this on the podcast before. I'm a little bit of a creature of habit, so just like finding ways to go to different parts of the city and do different things is always enjoyable. Because otherwise, I could go on dates at the bars in and around my vicinity, like and just do that and be comfortable with it. But it's always, I think I'm starting to enjoy, I think just a function of living, living in the city and not really, I mean, I haven't really been here for that long, but like continuing to just like tap into the city and find different things to do is always, and more increasingly so now than ever, just becoming more enjoyable. Yeah. So. 
But like in terms of like doing that stuff as a way to connect with someone you've never met, like in theory, romantically, like, do you feel like, like, obviously we push you to do this because it was like, oh, like try something different. But is it something you would like ever veer, like skew towards doing again as a first date? Or would you be like, nah, like bars? Um, no, I, I, I would. I think it's fine. I think like, especially like the expectation of just like having like something to do. Right. If it was just like, Oh, let's just go walk around. That would be different. But like, we were specifically like going to a place where it is pretty to walk around. And like, I don't know, it felt like a little bit more structured than just having like going to do something random for the fun of it. So like, I don't know if it was quite as like spontaneous as like it might sound, but yeah, I think it's a good idea. I generally enjoyed it and would suggest doing other things that are different than sitting in a bar for a first date. Although we did do that as well. So I don't know. I'm kind of being a hypocrite. No, I mean, we <laughs> did baby steps. I yeah. Know. Wait, so you now need to rate Central Park Reservoir on what, a scale of one to five dicks? I would say it was cold. So I'm going to go three and a half dicks. Oh, that's more but than I would have given it. <laughs> I think the Central Park Reservoir is just like, it's just super pretty. And it was like the sunset. I don't know. There's something to it, just like being in the fall. I also hadn't been to Central Park all year. So it was just like, good to like get one under the belt so like for me it was better than i expected but uh no no no. that's good and then where where'd you go for the bar uh again she lives up there and so we kind of walked closer towards her place and just found i don't remember what it was called so bad on Um, me but like yeah upper west side like small quaint like tiny little room horseshoe bar um they were serving wine it was like relatively crowded was it? There were, like, some old men in there who clearly were, like, hanging out. And, like, it was just, like, a, it's seemingly a good place. And the, the menu was good. I just don't remember what it was called. But more, like, old school vibes than, like, trendy. But it was also just, like, packed. And so, like, to have a small place be packed, that means it's generally got to be decent. Yeah, no, I'm just was, like, to a good, what it could be. Hmm. Yeah, I don't recall. I can look it up. I'm not an upper side bar. It. <laughs> yeah, I just want to know about it because every time I'm up there, I'm, like, in search of a decent place. To, I mean, the Upper West Side is, like, beautiful, but it's got... Like, like one bar. The one, one with the bar. games. What's that bar called? Uh, Dive 75. The one with the fish tanks. Oh, I've been there. That has games, too. I feel like this other one has games in the back, too. Amsterdam so. Mailhouse. Mm-mm. Where Gerilyn had her birthday? Amsterdam Mailhouse. That is? Oh, oh. fuck. Nope, 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 nope. That pl- All right. Yeah. This is not fun for anyway, anyone but Anyway, nobody cares. Uh, um... <laughs> All right. So then how was like the con- – was it weird to like make conversation with someone while you were walking with them? Like did you have to like – like you couldn't see each other, right? Like that's a very bizarre question. Um, this is what I'm wondering. <laughs> yeah. Const- not constantly looking at each other. I don't know if that was like a positive or a negative. Like sometimes yeah. it was nice just to like, chat and walk around and feel like less intense intensely like on a date yeah mm-hmm. right? it felt just a little bit more relaxed but yeah at the same time it was like i have to make time to make sure that i like look over and make eye contact every once in a while because otherwise like you could just be looking around and like that's not very personal yeah. yeah but no i mean yeah it's just like another added step in the date i don't know i don't want to make it sound like it's a lot of work because it's really not but like just something you have to think about it was like a little bit different. That's a unique situation or like component of just like chatting that you don't usually think about. Yeah, totally. That's true. And you don't have like the normal things to talk about, like the drinks you're ordering and the drink menu or the bartender and his weird 
like mustache or whatever it is. Do you know what I mean? There's less to look at. You're like, oh, it's that same reservoir. It's pretty. Oh, yeah. The dog is cute. I guess like, maybe the fact that like I was, she was like living in that area. She's at graduate school at Columbia, so like we could just like chat about like the Upper West Side and like what it's like. I've, don't know if I've expressed this on the podcast, but like thinking about going to business school. So like having that connection and like being able to like talk about what she thinks about it and like what she does at school for fun and like all those kind of things were kind of fun Is she in uh, without like, uh, law school. Oh, interesting. Yeah. So different perspective, but it was just like a lot of it was just like, instead of talking about the bar and the drinks, I was talking about the part of the city Yeah, and just like, what do you enjoy doing up here versus other parts or what do you like about it? that's different so it was like kind of a breath of fresh air in that capacity because like otherwise yeah i would be talking about all the same things you talk at about at a bar yeah yeah super so. fair. and then like how was the how were the vibes with her like do we like her um it was fun um i <laughs> so that's not the end of i guess the date if you want to call <laughs> continuing to hang out like i just like no one was here I was just like hanging out here. She was going to dinner. I was like, if dinner stinks or you get bored, I'm not doing anything tonight. If you want to continue to grab another drink, <clears throat> excuse me, we can do that. And so like, just like kind of just like being nice, but also like I, I had fun. So I was like, why not just like continue to oh, hang shit, out? dude. Knowing that she had a plan. And I was like, I'm probably just going to come off like a little bit like the nice guy that's fun and continues to want to hang out. And she's probably going to be busy because she's with her friends. And then... <laughs> Nope, she actually responded, and we continued to grab drinks in the East Village because she was in, like, the Lower East Side getting dinner and just continued to hang out. So, Damn. if anything, I think Go, totally Kenny. <laughs> I was, like, it's kind of a bad look on me, but I was, like, you know, not shoot your shot, but, like, I'm just going to throw it out there with the expectation that she's probably going to say no. And then it ended up, she said yes, so it was fun. That's awesome. So do you feel like it was, like, you wanted to keep hanging out because there was like more of a connection than you usually feel on a first date or you were just like feeling like bored and you wanted to hang out on a Sunday night. <laughs> it's not the latter. I feel like that's just kind of rude. Well, no, not <laughs> like, rude, but... like, I don't know. There's like, again, to your point, there's hanging out over drinks and there's hanging out sober. Yeah. And so being able to do both was like a good mix of fun. Cause like you talk about different things I don't know. Just the vibe is completely different. So you get to see different sides of folks. Totally. Yeah. That's yeah, an interesting so cool. like way to do like when people like want to hang out with someone like right away. Like, I don't know. It's a nice tester to do it in the daytime and then see how you feel about them. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. It was like, I didn't feel like too big of a fuck boy or anything by sending that text message. Cause like I sent it at like seven, she was going to dinner at like eight ish. And I was just like, you're going to be in my neighborhood. You know where to find me if you want to grab a drink after dinner or whatever. Yeah. And so I left it open-ended without, I don't know. It was cool. I think that's fully fair because if she was like not in the mood for that kind of thing, she wouldn't have responded to it. Yeah, for sure. You know? So, so that was like, so you basically went on like a first date and a second date in the same day. Uh, Two dates, one yeah. day. Yeah. It kind of felt like just a continuation with an intermission. It was like act one and act two of a play. Oh, date intermissions. I keep brainstorming <laughs> themes for this episode. Yeah, know? we didn't think of a theme before we started. We were like, we'll just go. Oops. It's going to fucking figure itself out. No, I mean, I think it's fine. 
Um, cheese is the thing. Okay. Well, I enjoyed that. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm glad I'm here to provide enjoyment. I never did that in my dates. I mean, so that's a new thing for us, too. A it's funny. We were, date. like, talking to um, Laura Holtz. I mean, this was, like, a, a much more serious episode that we talked about intimate partner oh, yeah. violence. But we did get her worst first date story at the beginning of it. And her worst first date involved, like, having a great afternoon, like, lunch date with someone and then inviting him to a concert that night. And the afternoon date was incredible and, like, they couldn't stop hanging out. It was, like, all good vibes. And then at the concert, it was, like, really fucking awkward and weird. And there were, like, all these weirdnesses that came up. So it can go wrong. I mean, good for you for, like, carrying it off successfully. Yeah, I feel like I'm filled with this false confidence now (laughs) to be able to pull off similar kind of endeavors. But... It was just like but very in a nice spot. way, right? So whatever. I didn't hear what you. What did you say? You said it in a nice way, right? Because you said to pull off similar endeavors. Oh well, yeah. Sorry. Mm, I, that's something you say while I you're use, twirling your mustache, like you're. You know what I mean? <laughs> yep. I use business words sometimes, and I just don't even think about it. But like, wow. I guess, guys, I'm cool. I'm friendly. I'm Kenny. I'm here to stay. <laughs> <laughs> wow i have i want to make i'm like video recording this zoom we're all on a zoom call like i'm video recording this i really want to just make a gif of you going guys i'm friendly i'm kenny i promise <laughs> i swear i love it okay so i think oh, we have like a okay. post we're gonna read and then that's gonna be a little bit of our our like book club topic for today book club topic for today uh this is from a listener Hi guys, so I went on a date last night with a guy who was perfectly nice, but super, and I mean super awkward. After about five minutes, I already knew it would be the one and only time I would see him, but I made it through. Given his awkwardness, I don't think he could really tell that I wasn't feeling it, so I'm really not sure what to say when he asks me out again. He wanted me to commit to all kinds of plans on the date itself, so I have a feeling the ask for the second date is coming. To be clear, I didn't commit to anything. I dodged as many of them as I could and said maybe to the ones I couldn't. Any suggestions on how I can let him down easy? He's a nice enough guy, but definitely not the one for me. Thanks. So it hasn't even happened yet, which I would say, don't stress it till it comes in. But I think this is a good topic no matter what because, like, I early on felt way more awkward about this or saying, like, I always feel this weird, like, female guilt. Ooh, if someone likes me, I should I should like them back or – totally. I don't know. But I think, Kenny, compared to what you – like, you threw it out there. You threw it out there a little sooner than this guy did. <laughs> but, like, what would have been the ideal response? Like, we've talked about this before, but I think it – it's always worth talking about, like, how do you handle a situation where someone asks you out again or asks you out, even for, like, a third time. Usually it's a second date. Um, and you weren't that into it, but maybe they didn't read that. I feel like maybe hot take. I would rather just be, like, truthfully and legitimately shot down. Because then it's, like, part of me is just, like, full closure – this is not working. I can just like move on to the next date or like not have to worry about like thinking about it. I think the worst way to play it is to not respond at all because, because then it's just like, okay, well <laughs> that was like so bad for the guy or whoever, or the girl who's getting, whoever's getting ghosted. It just feels like, Oh, that was so bad that it doesn't even more in a response. But I think if you're just polite and be like, I've really had fun. Thanks for taking me out. I don't necessarily know whatever it is that I, this is what I'm looking for, that you're the right person. However you want to deliver the message is like the best way to do it. I think it saves a lot of worry around just like the whole situation of what's like, 
people forget that there's a gazillion people in whatever city you're living in. So to like to turn down one person on a second date isn't going to haunt you forever. So just being polite and being honest is probably the best way to do it. Yeah. No, it's so – and we've like literally said this before. I feel like a broken record, but it, I remember how hard it was to do. Especially – I don't know why. I always felt like a weird guilt around being straightforward. When, when men I dated didn't, you know? Especially early in the pod when I was like trying to always make it two dates if possible that I went on, like get on a second date. Yeah. I don't know. It's it's just weirder and harder in the morning moment and it feels so much easier to just like fucking avoid it. But I don't – I agree with everything you said, Kenny. I'm just like thinking about tangible – like and I know we've come up with wording before, but like the best wording. Or just like <laughs> straight up lie. I know. Because <laughs> we're like if never going to come back to you. Like you could just be like, I just got out of a relationship. I'm not ready for this. I just wanted to try like to get back into the scene. You're really nice. Thanks for taking me out. Just like, this isn't going to work. You could be single for the past 10 years. I'm never going to know that. And it'd be weird if I were to like dig in and ask about it. So like, yeah. I think like, you can really do whatever you want. Yeah. I like think kind of the moral high ground, but like, I mean, I think a kind white lie is fine. I've said this before. Like, to someone you don't know who, like, you don't really owe anything to, like, to just be like, I want to protect their feelings and be like, hey, like, I don't know. I had a great time meeting you. Um, What about the thing where you talk about not, just not feeling romantically about the person? Do we like this or do we think we don't even need to get that specific? Because sometimes then you can border on, like, hurting someone's feelings. I think you can word it, you know? Yeah. Like I, I mean, I think you can do – it's such a cliche, but I feel like it's – rather than saying something, like, along the lines of, like, I don't feel – I think you can say basically, like, I just – I don't necessarily see us, like, being more than friends. I think that's totally I mean, fine. It, yeah. it is, like, obviously a harsh sentiment, but I think that everybody yeah. – I mean, it's tough. You don't. You never know how someone's going to take it. And, like, if someone is doing, like – if someone's, like, a, a healthy, well-adjusted person with, like, medium-high self-esteem, like, but not psychopath self-esteem, like, that's fine. You know, like, people will be like, you know what? It happens. Like, not everything yeah. is, like, going to work out. Not everyone's going to see me that way. And after one day, it's like they're going to be so attached to you that – you know, they're going to be heartbroken, probably. Um, yeah, not heartbroken, but I remember getting, like, a little, like, taking it a little bit personally. Yeah, I mean, of Even course. early on. It yeah, stings. and being like, ugh, or being like, why are you talking about not wanting to ghost when we're not even, we've gone on one date. Like, when yeah. it's too much explanation, it gets, like, a little murky for me. That's all. Would you rather have person X, Y, or Z, like, invite you out on the second date to just to do the same thing like i mean no i'd part rather of it have them lie to me that like their ex-girlfriend was coming back into the picture because after a first date you're like oh of course bye yeah like, it's weird it's my like, ego yeah trying to be nice has it's like it's like a double-edged sword right you don't want to like be so nice that you're either wasting people's times or like dragging them along or like end up like unintentionally like toying with their emotions i don't know sometimes like just being more direct and like quick to the point can be like ripping a band-aid i guess yeah i mean i think that like if you are yeah i think if you tell a white lie like i'm i got back together with an expo but whatever like it's probably gonna be fine but i also think it's like 
obviously you never know how anyone's going to take anything. There are probably people out there who prefer to be ghosted. Like back in the day, I probably yeah. like when I had like garbage self-esteem, I would have definitely preferred to be ghosted because I didn't like I couldn't handle hearing anything bad about myself. But like, yeah, you have no idea how someone's going to take it. So I think especially in this situation where like this listener is saying the person's like really, really awkward, like it probably took a lot for him to put himself out there in the first place and it might be better to maybe like judge the truth a little bit yeah and also wait to see what his take on it is too like yeah maybe maybe he doesn't like you back oh, god. <laughs> oh my god though everyone would love all of our listeners because no no i'm kidding but like you never i don't think it's worth like worrying about until it happens yeah it's fair to go it's fair. Yeah. <laughs> and then I feel like there's a lot of like talk of which I understand I don't think anyone's doing it to be annoying but like I it never rubbed me the right way the like I hope you find what, the, what you're looking for like good luck like best of like that like I even see some of the comments in the Facebook in our secret Facebook group definitely involve this and they sound nice but I personally am too sassy to ever word that without being like a little bit yeah. of a dig no for sure <laughs> Wait, I want us to do an exercise. Okay, I'm okay. excited. So let's say we've all been on like what we think of as like a great first date, like so good. Like we think it's like a 10 out of 10 first date. Okay. What is the best – okay, I'd like us all to craft the letdown text that we get from that first date. Does that make sense? So mm-hmm. like – we went on this great first date. We thought it was great. The other person doesn't like us and sends us a text. Like, let's craft yeah. the ideal one that would hurt us the least. And how we, like, asked them out or hinted at wanting to hang again or something? No, let's just – yeah, let's all assume for the point of the exercises that we've asked for a second date. Okay, cool. So this is a response. I just think that changes it because otherwise I'm like, don't text me at all. Just let it fade. No, no, um, no, totally. <laughs> but we've reached out and been like, hey, let's hang out again. That was really fun or whatever. Okay. Who all wants right. to go you first? first. You seem ready, Kimmy. <laughs> well, because it's going to be very similar to what I said before because I have a huge ego apparently that does not like to be bruised. Yes. Or it's like a tiny ego. It's both. It's at once huge and tiny because it's so easily harmed. But I would kind of want like – Hey, Kimmy, it was so fun meeting you, and I wish I could say yes to a second date, but, like, right now, I can't be dating. I don't know. Hold on. That's not exactly – like, I want them to lie to me a little bit, like, but with all – like, but, I, like, hey, Kimmy, it was really great meeting you. I had such a fun time with you, but right now I'm just, like, not in a place to be dating. So – and I hate that excuse, but I also, like – would rather it or I honestly like like I'm thinking about going to business school in a month so I can't or my ex-girlfriend's back in the picture so I can't like I like that better because then I feel special even though I'm not <laughs> I, I totally get it if they don't want to date you they can't want to date anyone else yeah the, the whole, or, or like they're they're like someone really special has to be in the picture or like yeah. a job or I guess let me think about it when you give yours but that's my first instinct okay Kenny what about you um, well, Kimmy just said all of the l- little white lies, so I'll have to deviate from that a little bit. I guess I'd want, like, hey, Kenny, I also really had a lot of fun. Thanks for bringing me to the super cool 
super awesome bar that you suggested. I thought everything about it was great, except for the fact that, again, I just don't think you're the right one for me. But everything you did was cool. Everything you did was was super nice. So I appreciate, like, you just bring me out. And, and I think you did, like, and, and just kind of tail off like that. I want, a, I want a little bit of a puff up of my ego so that when the letdown comes, it's like, oh, but I still did all these other cool things. And, like, yes. everything seemingly from the outside in seems like it went well. It's just, like, not a fit yes. but otherwise like everything you did was cool everything you did was fun yada yada so like if you lift me up before letting me down there's a, a, a basket trend happening here no Whatever. i mean <laughs> i think that's a human trend i feel the exact same way like i mean i i would want someone to like i mean okay i feel basically like the same as both of you guys like kimmy when you were describing that i was like yeah that is how i want to get let down <laughs> There is a small part of me, like my inner, most like vulnerable self, that would just just would just prefer to be ghosted and just be like, well, maybe they died, <laughs> you know. <laughs> like, but like, <laughs> if I'm gonna get the text, um, I, yeah, similar to Kenny, I'm trying to like cover new territory so that this isn't boring, but it's very similar. I'd want someone to be like, hey, Liza, you are unbelievably cool, special, hilarious, and beautiful. <laughs> obviously but you know i think like maybe i wasn't vibing feeling the vibes outside of friendship yeah which is fair but yeah i, also, I need you need to be inflated before you're deflated yeah. and then maybe inflated again a little sandwich yeah yeah because otherwise i was also just kind of laughing out loud or internally to myself i was like what if someone just straight up said no? <laughs> like, I would be like, this is impressive. This is making me laugh. Like, this is amazing. Yeah. <laughs> I had a lot of fun. Like, we should totally do this again sometime. So, oh, my no. God. No, period. Or just, like, really funny. No, I'm good. Maybe like, hey, do you want to go on a special like date? Like, well, nah. Thanks. Nah. Just like, nah, I'm good. Thanks. I think it also depends how someone asks you. Like, if they're just asking you, like, we should hang again sometime, I think a really great excuse that I've definitely been guilty of using is like, yeah, totally. And I only use these excuses when I was, like, starting to date someone more seriously but didn't want to, like, say that. Um, you, you can be like, hey, yeah, totally. I can't the next, like, two weekends I'm going to be away, but let's check back in. And then you just hope that you never check back in. <laughs> Honestly... <laughs> elongated ghost yeah i mean if they follow up though and they say like let's do this again i felt like we really had a connection like i'm feeling kind of like i saw your instagram story and you weren't away the past two weeks or whatever it is you can be like whoa well, okay that's the next level but if someone is like hey i i feel weird like we've been let's say you text back and forth after your first date because you're a nice person and you don't know how to let them down and then they're like hey want to hang out again uh like and you've avoided it twice and then they ask you again and you like I just think there's a way sometimes people do sometimes especially like if they're not dating as much like want to know why something didn't work out after a first date which is fine it's fucking vulnerable then I think you owe them a little more like you don't have to be truthful but like just a little more of a thought out excuse if you're gonna go the excuse route like then you shouldn't just like well I'm away the next two weekends I don't know I don't know I think you can also do the like hey like Okay, I feel like it's okay if you want to be very careful with someone's feelings, which no shade, you should do any of these response styles should be tailored to like who you are, who you feel the other person is, like you doing the best you can, right? But like, 
I think it's okay to say, like, hey, I'm going to be out of town the next two weekends. Like, let's, you know, check in after that. And then if they follow, if they check in, be like, hey, like, I'm sorry. I actually ended up, like, extending a trip. Like, I think you can basically be like, and then Leia, like, look, I'm so sorry. Like, I just think this isn't fair. I'm so swamped with with work and life and, like, family stuff. Um, mm-hmm. You know, like, I just – I have so little time to devote to anything right now. Like, I don't want to string you along. Yeah. I did, I've, I've done that. Yeah. I've done that kind of fairly recently where it was like we had gone out or like hung out three or four times. And then there was like a window of like two weeks where I literally was swamped, literally was just like super busy with work. And then like the holidays were coming up and then this was coming up. And I was like, right now, just like, I don't have time for committing to somebody because I can't even commit time to like my personal yeah like yeah no work streams like habits roommates like taking care of like chores just like all these other things like aren't really in line right now so like for me to like let you down by not being able to commit to anything either isn't really fair I've used that and I think that is genuine and if and can be used honestly and like it I don't know I don't feel like that feels like deceitful right yeah no I think it's also the timing of that like again this is all really helpful to hear because I used to be like well then like I think after three or four dates that's an okay thing to have happen I never like had that happen to me and felt hurt for more than like a week with that um I think when it gets longer into like New York fuckboy territory then it gets like well I've known you aren't busy all along but like clearly we're both looking for different things like I think it's just about the time window for that stuff you know yeah, I felt like three or four was enough where, like, we had been hanging out, not necessarily regularly, but enough times where it was, like, there needs to be some level of discussion yeah. around just, like, we want to keep hanging out or do we not? Yeah. Like, otherwise, you're just stringing someone along for what purpose? Your own or, like, I don't know. It just doesn't feel fair. Yeah. And, I mean, I think it's a kind of a kind lie because, like – you know, I think the kind of unpleasant truth that everybody, like, knows and acknowledges is that, like, if you're really fucking feeling it with someone, you're going to find a way to see them. You know, like, yeah, I've liked people it's at true. really fucking inconvenient times in my life. And, like, I'm like, sure. no, we're hanging That's out. True. How about an hour on this day? Or, like, why don't you just come over and, like, we'll have a, you know, like a sleepover or something. But, you know, yeah. like, I don't know. But on the flip side, well, I don't know what I was going to say. I was just going to say. Yeah, I mean, it depends on what lens you use to look at that, right? Because, like, yeah, there's the way of saying it as an excuse, but also, like, it could truly be genuine and you just don't think about dating or, like, I don't know, you're just not in that point where it's as important. I think this comes down to the male-female love gap divide, though, again, too. Weirdly, Liza. No, <laughs> yeah. seriously, like, some of it is, like, that, like, I do think not – again, being super heteronormative, but like male and female brains and how they're wired, just also like from society telling genders what was expected of them for years and years, like where you feel like ready to like drop things for a person, which is interesting. Because like I'm probably like comforting myself with people who said they were not at a place in their life where they could do something um, with me. Like maybe they would have if they would make it happen. But like I've understood it more than ever. I guess I did make it happen. But I was also like open to it um, with business school, with like going away to school, like yeah. moving across the country. I was like these are logistics that don't make me want to do this at all. And I needed that persistence on the part of date 13 to like 
make it happen. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, to, I like, do. Go over the hump. Of, yeah. Yeah, for sure. I mean, look, there's a million different like scenarios of anything. I just think that like it's it can be a kind way to like yeah to end like it, I think that if you're if you have like a crazy connection with someone, it's kind of hard to deny. And that, but also those things usually happen like, uh, whatever, under five times in anyone's life. That's just not the norm. Like, I think that people are married who didn't feel that right away. And not to say their marriage is any less valid. It's like, it's not something that happens every day or else it wouldn't be. You know what I mean? And sometimes when you feel it right away, depending on who you are in your story, it might not be for the right reason. Totally. It might, it might just be because fucking you're whack. I've done that too, where I'm like, yeah. this is the fucking guy. Like, yeah, and it's some fucking just dude I met drunk at a bar who I was sure I was in love with. Like, I've done that probably more than, <laughs> you know, is really healthy or acceptable. And listeners, you need to tune in next week because we're going to do um, either next week or the week after, we're going to do an episode on a full deep dive into how to have the what are we talk. Oh. Like a more intense episode. Oh. In the next, yeah. Tease. Yeah, tease. Um, I just feel like I wanted to start talking about that, but I won't I won't keep us here forever. Should we do a worse first? Sure. Yeah. I can read this one quickly and then yeah. we can we can peace out. Perfect. I haven't read it yet, so we're going to try it. Perfect. Okay. Here's my worst first date. A few years ago when I was in grad school for film production, I had a crush on a guy who worked in the department. He mixed the sound for my film, and soon after that, we were texting a lot. He quickly became very flirty and told me he wanted to take me to a nice dinner, in quotation marks. We made plans, but he wouldn't tell me where he was taking me because he wanted it to be a surprise. The problem was he didn't have a car, so I had to pick him up, and he navigated to the restaurant. (laughs) It turned out the place we were going to was literally across the street from my apartment, so we parked at my place and walked over. We had a really nice time. Things were going well. He insisted on paying for everything, and when we were finished, we walked back to my apartment. At one point in our conversation, it came up that I had never seen Friday Night Lights, which he claimed was unacceptable since we lived in Austin. So we decided to watch the first episode. This sounds like a great date so far. For sure. There we were, sitting on my couch, watching the pilot to Friday Night Lights. He knew every word and was reciting the lines the entire time. At the end, one of the characters got hurt, and even though he had clearly seen this a million times, he was sobbing, like tears running down his face. I was so uncomfortable and had no idea how to react. So I drove him home, and we never spoke about it again. He even ended up working on my next film, so we became good friends and spent a lot of time together, but we never, ever talked about it. Thanks again for all the great work you do. (laughs) Oh, my God. Oh, my God. That's hilarious. Oh my god. Like I love as a Friday Night Lights stand through and through. Like, whoa. <laughs> oh my god. Oh my god. That's hilarious. It's, like I don't even have any commentary. That's just so like, fucking funny. Nerd out with your FNL. Like it's actually weirdly endearing. Like one day he's gonna do that and like the girl he's with like also sobs. Totally. Yeah, 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 yeah. Also knows tears. every line. Oh my god. Yeah, like wow. I cry at a lot of things, but I've seen that pilot multiple times as well. I don't think I would cry. Oh my god, that's um, when when the big thing happens. Yeah. Also, like your life sounds fun. Can you send us your films? <laughs> yeah, tell it. Send us your films. Um, oh, cool. I just had to share. It's just nice to do one. I, I mean, that was that's awesome. a perfect, that was perfect one, guys. Keep sending your worst first dates. Like these weird, beautiful, like treasure gem stories are out there, and we love them. We love reading them. We love sharing them with you guys. Like, please send them they to us. They can be second dates. They can be eighth dates. They can any be date. weird like, really sex mishaps. They can be anything you want to send us. We love them. Ooh, ooh, we welcome them. Send us 
your taxi cab confessions and send us weird way like physical ways you've been greeted on dates mm-hmm. and you can dm us on instagram you can post it in the secret facebook group um but i think the best way to know that we'll like actually think about reading it is old school email i know we grandmas but five one first dates pod at gmail.com so that's 51 first dates pod at gmail.com, but the five and the one are numbers. Five one. Okay, totally. cool. And on Instagram, um, I know five it's one annoying. first dates pod. And you can say pod. you want to be anonymous like that. We won't actually, we never like read people's names, but if you want your name and age, it's fun. Like if you want to hear your name on the pod, it's, I, I, I've always yeah. wanted to hear my name on a podcast. That's why yeah. I made one. Just tell okay. us what you want. <laughs> um, <laughs> Just like in relationships. Well, <laughs> oh. On that note, um, please follow us. Please like us on all the things I mean every little bit helps keep telling your friends the holidays are coming tell us what you want to hear about tell us send us guests you're interested in hearing from um, we're throwing it all to you do the work for us no I just mean we're so grateful for our community um, it's been so nice and lovely to like just talk to family they're like you have a podcast still and I'm like well it's honestly because of our listeners like I would we'd probably not be doing this without our listeners totally so. we love you guys um, and on that note I think you should Go on a date. Go on a date. Bye. A big shout out to Anthony from Five Ohm for making us sound really good in post. And you should check Five Ohm out online at fiveohm.com. And that's spelled F I V E O H M. Ohm.